Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Nick Asylum Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about there's more to life. See, we always talk about how we want more to life, and we want this and we want that, but have we ever actually gone after our goals at all? Because we all have this pessimistic mindset for the most part where we're like, nah, I can't do it, or I'm going to do this and then don't do it, or you do it for a while and then you put it back down. Right, you gotta stay consistent. You gotta stay driven. Sometimes it may not even work in your favor. You might love something and not be good at it, but then find something that you didn't know that you were good at, and then you're great at it. Prime example: I love basketball. I was in a basketball league. I played with my homies. I loved it, but I wasn't gifted with those abilities. Even when I tried out for the middle school basketball team, I got cut on the first round. Right, but guess what? I was gifted in cross country. So that same guy who cut me in basketball was also my coach for cross country. And let me tell you, he went from, "Mm, you're not that great to, holy shit, let me praise you for this. And we had that conversation in his front yard and he laughed about it. He was like, yeah, man, we're just very competitive when it comes to basketball. But, you know, you are more gifted as a runner. Like you're one of my top seven, which I was number five to be exact. <laughs> number five or number four, it depend on where we were running. You know, sometimes I would get in front of the boys, sometimes the boys would get in front of me. It all depends, right? But it showed you, even though I love basketball, I was better at cross country. And then eventually I fell in love with cross country, and that just became something I did a lot. But the difference between basketball and cross country is you can continue to go with basketball. You know, you can go to college and then go to uh, NBA. Or, you know, smaller minor leagues if you don't make it into the NBA. But with cross country, it pretty much ends after college. Unless if you go to the Olympics, which, (laughs) you know, very slim chance you ain't going to make it. And if you do, you know, that's every, what, four years? So, I mean, you can go and do, like, runs and stuff where you go and you pay and then you run, like, 5Ks or... 10Ks, or you can do like marathons, stuff like that, but that's not the same. You know what I'm saying? You can go at your own pace and all that other stuff. I mean, you can win a bunch of medals, but you know, it's not the same because they're not paying you. In the NBA, NFL, and stuff, they're paying you and you're making millions for the most part. You know, cross country just to go run these little, you know, 5Ks and stuff, you're the one that's paying for it. So. I don't know. That was the only downfall about it. It's not like an actual professional sport, if you want me to be real. Unless, you know, maybe in another country they might make it a professional sport. I mean, shit, we ain't got cricket here, but it's a big sport in the Europe, you know. I said in the Europe. I was about to say in the UK, but I didn't want to 100% say that because I could be wrong. But the thing is, you got to go after what you love or you're going to be living a miserable life for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? People here, oh, God, it's going to take me seven years. Shit, it's going to take me ten years. It might not even take you that long. You have no idea. Everybody's path and everybody's journey is different. You know, what took somebody five years might take you only two. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how your mind works, how do you achieve things, how do you look at life, what do you do, right? See, my mindset was fucked up for a very long time. You know, I was very pessimistic, and then when my haters would come at me, I would just literally just ready to just bury them completely, 
whether it was metaphorically or not, that's what it was. Mostly with music, it was mostly just us talking shit back and forth. But now that I am older and I'm a lot more mature, yes, I have my pitfalls here and there, yes. But I started thinking about it today, like, look at life, right? I had to cut out a lot of bad people in my life because I used to surround her, like, not surround her, but surround myself with toxic people. Hold on one second, I gotta cut that off. Sorry, that was my AC unit. But these toxic people did not give a shit about me. They only gave a shit about what I could give them in return, you know, whether it was money, whether it was, you know, a vehicle to take them places, whether it's buying them stuff, whatever the case was, it wasn't driven off of because they gave a shit about me. They drove it off of, oh, we just want something out of this guy, right? There's a lot of people that wanted to be friends with me, but I pushed them away because you're not a true friend. I'm very good at picking up if somebody's bullshitting me or somebody's genuinely like giving a damn, you know what I'm saying? Like I've kept the friend group I've had for many, many years because I trust these guys. These guys pretty much act like my day ones. Like, a lot of them I met in 2012, and here we are in 2023, we're still cool. You know, some I met way before that. Like, hell, even me and Zach. <laughs> we met in kindergarten, and we're still friends to this day, and we text each other every day. There was a, you know, small period where we didn't see each other and talk to each other for a few years, but guess what? We rekindled everything, and that's life. But I like to surround myself with people I can trust. People that actually give a damn about me. I got a good team around me, you know. The thing that I struggled with the most is finding good friends and finding a good partner. But now I have me a good group of friends. I do. And I don't push, like, my stuff onto them and they don't push their stuff onto me. But we motivate each other. We talk each other up instead of being negative and putting each other down and being like, Oh, well, you got something that I want, okay? Instead of that, they're like, yo. I got something you want, we'll go work for that motherfucker and then we'll fucking do it together. Or, I'll help you out, but don't expect it to be every time. You know, me and my friends, we do things for each other without even having to ask each other. Because that's how, like, deep our friendship is. Like, it's so deep-rooted. But there's some people that have came into my life who are just not good for me. You know what I'm saying? They're not. And I purposely push them away because there's no point. I have no room for you. This area where I'm sitting at is reserved. And only the people I fuck with the most are allowed to sit here. Fuck out my section. You ain't sitting with me. Is what the game said. He said it the best. But that's the thing. Like I have a very reserved area. And I cannot feel or occupy any of my space to people that are just going to tear me down. Right? And sometimes I've released a toxic person and then I got a good person in return. You know what I'm saying? There's quite a few people I've given away and I've gotten some good people back in return that are actually worth the damn. Same with my girlfriend. Mother's Day was yesterday, so happy Mother's Day to everybody. I'm a little bit behind. I was supposed to upload this Saturday, but here I am, you know, recording it Monday. <laughs> Sorry, it's just been a crazy weekend. And I work a lot as well. So, happy Mother's Day to everybody. And 
my girlfriend, she's sick right now, but happy Mother's Day to her as well. You know, she earned it 100%. Don't care what anybody says, but she has my back. You know, with all these fucking burdens that I have and all these issues that I have and this anger that I have, she's seen it. And she could have easily been like, nah, I don't want this. I, I don't want this at all. I can't fuck with this. But instead of just dropping it and walking away, she's like, okay, so how can we do this? How do we go about this? She's not trying to fix me. She's not one of those girls that'd be like, oh my God, let me fix you. You know, nothing like that. She just looks at it like, hey, like you can do better. You just got to let this shit go. Like sit this shit down. And, you know, she makes me feel validated. She makes me feel heard. She makes me feel wanted. She makes me feel like she's listening and understanding. And that's something I never really had with people. I've had people like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Look, if you're saying yeah the whole time I'm speaking, I'm going to call you out and be like, shut the fuck up. Because you know damn well you don't give a fuck. Because that's why you're nodding your head yes and going yeah. Because you don't really give a damn. Or you're just trying to cut this conversation short. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So if you got things to do, then just go. But she understands me, you know, and I have never really had that in a relationship before. You know, she is a really hard worker and also a very great mom and also an amazing partner. And I couldn't ask for anybody better, honestly. I really couldn't. My coworker today, she's fucking clueless. She was like, yeah, you know. Look like the boss gave you and your friend the same days off. I'm looking at her like, oh my god, did you just call her my friend? Are you the only one that doesn't know that she's my fucking girlfriend now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> god almighty. God almighty. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, I have a really good support system. You know, I have pretty decent parents. You know, I have friends that are amazing that are pretty much like family to me. I have an amazing girlfriend, and that just makes me want to work harder. It makes me want to thrive. It makes me want to go after what I love doing because my end goal is not to be working for the man the rest of my life. My end goal is not to just be wealthy. My end goal is to be wealthy and trade my money for time instead of trading my time for money. Because right now, I'm giving away my time for money, and it's not even much money. And I'm only getting paid once every other week. I'm getting paid bi-weekly. And the paychecks ain't even that good. Regardless of how much I stretch the time out, still not good. They still cap it off. And I haven't got a raise in a while, and I doubt I will. Why do that when I can make money every day? Because that's the problem. We wait on one paycheck whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, and we try to pay everything with that one check, and you know you can't. You can't pay rent, buy groceries, buy clothes, pay gas, all that on one paycheck. You can't. It's hard. Some people's rent is about as much as their damn paycheck is, if not more, especially now that inflation's around. You know what I'm saying? That's the issue. So you got to go learn a skill you got to go do something that could make you more money because this one source of income is never going to do anything. Regardless, you can make $100 an hour and have one source of income, but guess what? It's only going to get you so far. You know, it's only going to get you so far. No millionaire out there has only one source of income. No. 
Not one bit. So you got to go out there and do what you think you can do. I mean, we all have goals and stuff, but I feel like a lot of these people are NPCs. For all you other people that don't know what an NPC is, it's a game term for non-playable character. And if you ever seen the movie with Ryan Reynolds called Free Guy, that movie pretty much explains what an NPC is and all that. And I feel like that movie explains everything perfectly about life. Like we're pretty much doing the same thing over and over every day just in a different way. But then when we put the glasses on, we're in a whole new world. You know, there's so much that we don't know. There's so much to learn every day. Because, you know, we get out of school and then we just stop learning. We don't care to learn. You know why we don't care to learn? Is because we were learning stuff that we didn't care about in school. Think about it. Half of that shit, you didn't retain it. But let me tell you something. You start learning something that you give a shit about, you retain it. I can retain rap lyrics, great moments that I had with my friends, a text message of some sorts, you know, podcasts here and there. Like, if you tell me something, I can remember it for the most part if it's important. Like, there's a lot of things that I can remember and retain that was important. I don't know what the fuck to do with a box and whisker plot. I don't know what this algebra problem is, but I do know how money works. I know how credit works. Things that are important. That's the problem with school. You're learning a bunch of bullshit that's just going to keep you down and out forever until you get up and do something about it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be the person that break away. I remember there was a glitch in a video game. I was playing Call of Duty Zombies and I glitched out of the map and I was running around. It just felt so forbidden. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was a kid growing up, I always felt like everything was forbidden. Like, going out of my county, going into something else, it felt like a new world. So hopping out of this window in this video game and running around parts of the map that people cannot run around naturally, it felt good. It felt amazing. Obviously, if you die out there, you're fucked. And you could get back inside the map as well. So I think they purposely knew that people were going to be able to get out of the map. So that's why they made the hole in the ceiling in the first place. That was smart of them to do that. But that's the thing, man, like, you need to be curious, you need to keep learning. Sorry, I heard that little keep and that popping in y'all's ear, but you gotta keep learning. I played a video game called Crossfire, and instead of all of us being green mutants, some of us were turning into other colored mutants, and I was like, how do you do that, how do you do that? And I looked it up, and I went to the store, I bought that game card, and I went, and I got me those characters. If you want something, you got to go after it. Even with Habo, I'm like, how do these people get this cool-looking luxury designer and all this other crazy shit? I went and bought that game card, put it on the game. It was a microtransaction. Guess what? I got the stuff that they had. You know, I've always been curious. Like, if I go into a store, I want to see the whole entire store. I go into an abandoned place. I want to see the whole entire fucking place. I love abandoned places because you get to go into areas that you've never been before. Like you're going into an abandoned mall. You get to see what like what the behind the stores look like and you're the only person in there and you're walking around. I think it's amazing. Or going into an abandoned children's asylum that's been around since 1932. You know what I'm saying? You never step foot in there. It's crazy. 
And I think it's also crazy how when you meet people and you get close to them, you get to see things that you never seen before. You wouldn't know what their mom and dad's house looked like. You wouldn't know what their house looked like. You wouldn't even know where some of their places that they like to hang out at existed if it wasn't for that. Like, prime example, I'm from a whole nother state than my girlfriend is. And my girlfriend's never in her life been where I grew up, right? So if I take her right now and we go back to my hometown, yeah, it's a shithole, but I could take her to Raleigh where she'll have a lot of fun. That's different. Sorry about the dog barking, but that's different. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a whole new world to her because she's never been there before. Kind of like me when I moved up here, it was a whole new world. Even my job, going into my job, that place was a whole new world. It's crazy. It really is. But I've gotten to the point where I just want to be my own boss. I want to work for myself. I want to make a lot of money so I can, excuse me, buy the things I need and work on my health. Because I would love to be able to afford my health and be able to work on my teeth a little bit more, which it ain't really expensive, expensive. But for the time being, I need to make other sources of income and work on my health while I'm young. So I don't screw myself up in the long run. Okay. So there's just more to life than what we see. You know, we're so brought in to just one little mindset. Like my parents sit there and watch TV all night. I'm like, I used to love being able to watch TV. I watch so much fucking TV, but I feel like I wasted my time. Like why watch the TV sitting in the living room? When I can go and watch TV sitting in a jacuzzi, what life sounds better? Sitting on your regular couch watching TV or sitting in a jacuzzi watching TV? Think about it. You know, I always wanted to travel, stay in luxury places, have nice things. But at the same time, I don't want to be famous. I'd like to be wealthy without the fame. That would be nice. I'd love to do some stealth wealth, if you want me to be honest. But at the same time, I would love to bring up the people around me because I don't want them to rely on my wealth. And I don't want them to be like, oh, don't leave us behind. I'm like, motherfucker, either you work your ass off and get your own wealth and then you get on my fucking level or you just go about your life and do the same thing. You know, I don't want people to think that they're going to be able to take advantage of me. I'm be like, fuck you. You either going to make your own money or you're going to get cut out of my life because I'm not going to be used for my money. You know, time is more important to me than fucking money is. You know, people stress out about money. Hell, even money has removed, like, not removed, but money has ruined relationships, marriages, a lot of stuff. I want to get to the point where I ain't got to focus on that no more. If I have an emergency happen, don't worry about it. Got the money for it. I want to go buy something I want now, I'm going to buy it. If I need to go to the doctor for a checkup, all right. I got it. So, so. Sorry, my girlfriend just texted me. So, yeah, it's just, there's more I want to do with life. I'm very creative. I'm a very creative, productive person. I like to create things. And my mind just runs wild. And everybody thought that my ADD was a bad thing. You know, people are like, oh, well, you talk too much. You jump from one story to another. Well, guess what? That's me. That's who I am. I'm not going to hate myself or try to change who I am. I'm a very passionate, creative, imaginative 
person. Imagine what I can create if I put my mind to it. Think about it. You know, I can create a fucking movie. I can create a daggone kids TV show. I can create a network, a streaming service, um, you know, houses. I can create a business. You don't know until you fucking do it. That's the problem. Everybody says they know the end goal when they don't know shit. Look, I have a podcast that's on Spotify. I didn't even think that I would ever be able to get on Spotify, let alone be able to have a podcast on it. I mean, listen back to my old podcast. I'm literally using a headset, but now I'm using a mic and my computer. So, yeah, it's amazing. It is, it's just amazing, honestly, the work you put in. I mean, I'm on season five of the podcast. I started this in 2020, and I never really slowed down, honestly. And I do this by myself. Like, you got to give me credit. Yeah, it can be boring at moments, but I'm doing this by myself. How many podcasts do you know that are people doing it by themselves? They're either got co-host or they have a guest. Like Joe Rogan, he always has a guest even when he's by himself. Most of the time he's by himself, but he has guests. But then if you look at these other podcasts like, you know, Zane and Heath Unfiltered, they have quite a few co-hosts or, you know, Impulsive, they have co-hosts or all these other podcasts, Diverse Mentality, you know, he has his brothers, co-hosts, whatever. I'm doing this all by myself. I've had some guests on here and there, but I'm doing this all by myself. It's because I love it. I love to talk. I love to motivate people. Whether they do anything with the information or not is totally up to them. And I just love living life. And a lot of people just don't see that. They're like, "Eh." and I'm like, sucks for you. Because when I am where I'm at, you're going to look at me like, the fuck, how do you do that? Because you didn't believe in yourself. There's more to life than what you see. We humans think we know every fucking thing. We don't know shit. We don't know shit. Half of us don't even know how to fucking file taxes correctly, let alone, you know, sit there and talk about how we know everything. Yeah, we don't know nothing. Even if you know something, master that. Master anything that you love. So, I don't know. It's just... There's so much to life, man. And there's been a lot of success stories. So you you can't sit there and be like, well, I don't have any money. I don't have any of this. Bro, look at half of these companies like Hershey and Kellogg's and J.P. Morgan slash now they're owned by Chase. Um, Andrew Carnegie, he's a billionaire at one point. Uh, Rockefeller. These motherfuckers were born in the 1800s. Think about it. There was no internet. There was nothing, not even a fucking TV or music. And they created businesses. They created businesses that are still around to this day. So if these motherfuckers who had no resources at all or know anybody personally can do all this shit in the 1800s, why can't you? We have the internet. It's easier to became, become famous and start stuff now more than ever. Sorry, my phone's going off like crazy. But, you know, we are in an age where we can do things that we could never done before. You know, like I said, I have my podcast. In the 1800s, they didn't have no fucking podcast. They didn't even have access to a fucking microphone or a computer. Hell, there was a time period where you weren't even able to make your own fucking music because... 
it was expensive to own your equipment and it was expensive to go to the studio. So you would be lucky. But now anybody can make music and put it on YouTube and put it on Instagram or, you know, for your little viewers or put it on Spotify, Apple, so on and so forth. You can do that now, you know. It's just so much easier. And this, this expensive equipment, if you want to make movies and videos and stuff, guess what? You can rent it. You can rent that shit instead of owning it and paying property tax and paying to get it fixed or trying to find somewhere to house it. You just rent it. You pay, you rent it for that certain time, and then you give it back. Boom. Stress. Relief. Boom. You can even learn how to edit. There's people that are editing YouTube videos and they look just as good as a Netflix documentary. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just amazing, but yeah, I gotta go downstairs and load the dishwasher and yeah. That's all I wanted to say, you guys. Just believe in yourself. Whatever it is, go after it. Quit being a little bitch and go after it. Same way I'm gonna go after my dreams. And I love y'all. And I'll see you at the top. TTFN. Ta-ta for now.